When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome to the 19th edition of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. Our guests might attest to that today, but I'm your host, Ben Secord. Uh, with me, as always, is your co-host, Brandon H. Follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we got a lot on tap today. We're going to go over uh, lots of movie news. Uh, Mods Mickelson talked about... Uh, Doctor Strange a little bit this week, um, Ocean's Eleven reboot, we've been talking about a, lot, a lot about that in the past weeks, uh, got some more news on that, Steven Spielberg talks Indiana Jones 5, got some more Spider-Man casting news, and uh, our guests today are uh, the GOAT Movie Podcast, we have Angel and Daniel on the show today, so stick around. And uh, sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. We're going to introduce those guys in a little bit here. Uh, first of all, though, as always, we want to just quickly go over our box office results from this past weekend. Obviously, June 10th through the 12th. Uh, let me go ahead and stop this music. All right. All right, so coming in at number one this week. Not a surprise was The Conjuring 2 with 40.4 million. And then number two was Warcraft with 24.1 million. Number three was Now You See Me 2 with 22.3 million. Number four was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows for 14.3 million. And rounding out the top five is X-Men Apocalypse sticking in there with 9.9 million. All right, Brandon, anything stick out to you this week? No, I mean, I think we pretty much kind of predicted this what was going to happen. Everybody loves a good scary movie. Um, I mean, we, I think we both put that as our number one choice for last week. So, um, no, nothing really surprising. I think we, one of us got that right on the money. Uh, no, I, actually, I think we both got the... Uh, I think one we both were one off. I, I probably should have pulled that up before the show, but uh, but yeah, we were both one off. I checked it when the box office results came in. So your streak of two weeks in a row being right on the nose are done, my friend. That's right. Um, so yeah, uh, the thing that stands out to me. I mean, the top three were obviously um, all in their first week. So you know, obviously. A good week for for new movies. Obviously, a lot of people wanted to to see them, um, but uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the box office. But now uh, we're gonna go ahead and introduce our guest today. Uh, they are from the Goat Movie Podcast. You can obviously catch them on YouTube and on iTunes. Uh, we have Angel and Daniel with us today. How you guys doing? All right, hey guys, really excited. This is Angel. 
I'm Daniel. Hey, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've been. Yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. We appreciate it. Definitely, we've been. Oh, thank you, guys. Checking you guys out lately, and like what you do. You're very, you know, similar type show to us. So I figured, hey, let's have them on and talk some movies with these guys. So yeah, um, perfect, perfect, perfect. For those listening, uh, this is our first time doing a over the phone thing. So if it sounds a little off, or if the <laughs> you hear any weird noises, bear with us. We'll obviously get better at that. <laughs> but uh, all right, guys. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're we're all the way in Tampa, Florida. Here, where where are you guys located? We're from Los Angeles. Oh, L.A. LA guys. All right. Yeah, all right. All the way here in Cali. <laughs> nice but uh but yeah we're excited to have you guys on let's uh let's just jump right into it and talk talk about our first news story um right, let's do it yes sir all right for, so our first thing is uh mods mickelson uh was talking about uh dr strange he's obviously the villain in that movie or one of the villains at least um he uh was speaking to uh yahoo movies this past week and uh said some interesting things about Doctor Strange. I'm going to go ahead and quote it real quick. Uh, He said, If you look at the comic books, the comic books are quite different uh, to other Marvel stories. I think that the film will be different from the other Marvel films that we've seen, but not as different as the books are, because that was basically the 60s and 70s. It was more like an acid trip. I don't know if you're familiar with the old comics, but it's quite a specific universe with kung fu and magic, so what's not to love, really? Um, he goes on to say, um, well, obviously from those comments, it looks like it's similar and separate to the source material. Uh, he also said that, uh, you, you still have the energy, you still have the colors, you still have the madness, but you also have something you can identify with. I think that was a necessity. If not, you would just make a crazy film, but you still have it there. You have all the action, all the good ingredients you get in the Marvel film, but it will have a different flavor. That's for sure. All right, so Brandon, what you what do you think about his comments about Doctor Strange? Um, well, it gets me pretty. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, uh, this is one of those movies I think I'm definitely gonna have to watch. I'm excited. I mean, it looks like he read source material. I mean, he got familiar with the comics. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as his comments, I mean, uh, I don't really. I mean, yeah. I'm kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing super special to me about it, but at least at least he's they're they're kind of somewhat. It seems like taking source material. Um, and like I said, this is a whole another side they're introducing to the Marvel Universe, the magical side, the magic side. Uh, this will be the first character to really open those doors up. So at the same time, I'm, I'm super excited about that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. What, what do you think, uh, Angel? I absolutely love it. Mads Mikkelsen is an awesome actor. He was incredible as a Bond villain. Uh, he's also awesome in Hannibal. So I'm totally looking forward to him as a villain, especially for Doctor Strange. Like he said, you know, it's an interesting direction that the MCU is going in for. And, um, yeah, I mean, Doctor Strange is such a colorful character. His comics are always colorful. Um, I definitely, seeing the trailer, am super excited for it because it looks like Inception. Yeah, that's Guardians what we're all thinking. It yep. could be Guardians of the Galaxy yep. on acid. You know, yeah. that's, what, that's what it could be. His comments, I, I definitely love hearing from them. No, yeah, total, totally agree with you there. Yeah, Inception is exactly what I thought of as well. But yeah, him as a villain, him in uh, Casino Royale was obviously 
the highlight, one of the highlights of that movie. Um, and yeah, I saw some episodes of Hannibal, and that's that's been great, uh, or was great. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I dig these comments. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you're in a movie, you're gonna hype it up a little. I mean, who oh, knows? Yeah, who, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, who knows uh, how much of it is true? But I mean, it's it seems like he's definitely excited about it, um, which is yeah, always. He's, he's not gonna be complaining about that paycheck. Yeah, no, absolutely not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, it seems. Like I'm sure every actor just wants in the MCU at this point. I mean, it's it's obviously where the money is. But yeah, I, I I'm thrilled about the comments. It, you know, makes it not that I was worried about this movie, but it definitely reassures me that hey, this is going to be awesome. I mean, obviously the trailer looks awesome, um, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it. What do you think, Daniel? I, I think it's great because it, it it can open up a lot of doors for different aspects like like in uh defenders you know it, it is kind of gritty and street but it would be a great way to start you know introducing like mephisto it would make sense more sense to introduce you know it, it, they're they weren't going too silly too soon and now introducing someone like dr strange yep. they can start doing things that that you know stretch people's beliefs a little bit in in other aspects of the of the mcu you know uh, uh we were even talking about Maybe if they end up doing another Iron Man, doing the actual Mandarin, um, that'd be you know, awesome. And, and, and they can they can bring him in because of you know something connected to like Iron Fist and, and or something like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. It would make more sense. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like that. Yeah, Man- bringing the Mandarin the right way would be great. I mean, I, I obviously people were obviously disappointed in the Iron Man three Mandarin, but uh, I, I I dug what they did with it. I was one of the few who appreciated it i liked ben kingsley's performance exactly. as trevor <laughs> um yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank which you. was entertaining <laughs> it, it was so. a nice twist it was a nice twist people were just complaining too much and were like it's not the mandarin <laughs> <laughs> well i was one of those people but yes no. yeah. yeah as soon as, as soon as they did that twist i was like this is a joke right like this has got to be a joke but they but, hey, they yeah. fixed it the, the kind of you know with that uh one shot uh little uh clip they put out with him in the prison so there's still hope, um, but uh, but yeah, the, like I said, Mickelson, great actor. Can't wait to see him as a villain. Can't wait to see another trailer for this movie. I mean, we should be getting one pretty soon, uh, oh, at least man. yeah, at least next month, I would assume. Um, you know, it's crazy. I'm just uh, continuing reading this quote. This is how he describes his villain. He says he's not a villain in that way. He's a man who believes in something else than the hero. That doesn't mean that he do- that he doesn't want to make the planet look wonderful. Where he wants to save the world as well as, but ha- he has a different way of doing it. He is the antagonist, of course, but he's not necessarily wrong. So it's going to be interesting. That's, you know, the Marvel oh, villains yeah. are pretty, you know, cut and dry for the most part. So this might be the first time they kind of change it up a little bit as far as like a villain. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that's what should, that's what a villain should be. You know, it shouldn't be just this generic. I'm a bad guy. I'm going to destroy the world. No, villains in real life, they look at the things that they do, their motivations, and they always think what they're doing is correct. And that's really good to hear from someone like him, especially how intelligent he is and what he brings to his characters. So super excited. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, it definitely helps to go in depth with a villain, you know, to really see, you know, why, like you said, motivations. It definitely helps with that, like, uh, and helps having, like, these intimate moments in the movie. Like, I know with, uh, that's something that bothered me with Apocalypse was, which is totally uh, off, you know, off topic. But, uh, but yeah, there was, like, no intimate moments with just Apocalypse, like, where he, you know, was 
bringing up you, you you didn't really see the real him you just saw you know he just wanted right. to take over yeah, the world no and that was it. For him, right? yeah, yeah exactly so here we are bashing fox while we're talking about mcu so. <laughs> uh, feels like we do that a lot MCU's, yes <laughs> mcu's the mcu's doing uh villains correctly on on the tv screen you know what i mean like exactly. kingpin and killgrave yep. were, were amazing incredible if they can just, if they can just transfer that you know and i feel like mickelson is that first time that we're gonna get that on the big screen something like that you know what i mean yeah you literally just took the words right out of my mouth they're de- definitely doing it right on the tv side um obviously oh yeah those are some of the best villains I mean, like I said, I I think we actually did a ranking maybe about a month ago of like our top villains. We definitely had Kingpin and um, Kilgrave up there. Right. Like th- those were our top two. You know, I mean, for sure, definitely, for sure. Yeah, I think Loki. Yeah. Loki's really the main yeah. main one everyone likes in the you know movies. Uh, obviously. Yeah, he's he's obviously the the best. I think so far. Yeah, totally agree. All right, let's move on to our next topic. What you got, Brandon? Well, um, this is kind of exciting news. The uh, Martians, Donald Glover, some of you might know him as Childish Gambino. Um, you know, when this story came out, you know, it reminded me back in the day, um, Donald Glover was actually looked at uh, before to play M- uh, Miles Morales, which was the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, edition or uh, variant they made of him. Right. Um, well, he didn't get casted as that, which, you know, kind of disappointed some people, but he has been casted in Amazing Spider-Man. We don't know what kind of role he's going to have yet, but um, it's exciting news, you know, because he's, it's another one of those actors that care about comics. They're, they're into the, they're definitely put um, a lot into the characters. So it's exciting to see him uh, join the cast. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a great actor. Um, I, I have no idea who he could play, because um, I mean. uh so you guys know, yeah, Brandon's more into the comics than, than I am. I mean, obviously, I'm very familiar with them, but he's more in-depth than I am. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure who he could play. But, yeah, I, I, dig, I dig him being cast. I'm liking the everyone being cast so far. I mean, Michael Keaton, obviously, Downey Jr. is going to be in it. So just another addition that's going to help this movie. It's get, making me more excited for it. What, uh, what do you think, Daniel? Um, I I mean, there, there's so many different things that he can play. I just don't think that he's going to be playing Miles Morales because he's just, uh, he's too old, I think, for the yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, he probably can. He's probably going to play somebody else. Um, uh, you know, Angel was telling me some good, some good points, like, or, or some good options, like the Prowler, the Jackal, maybe, you know, uh, different, different characters like that. I don't know what it were. You, you were telling me some other ones, Angel. Yeah, uh, when I yeah when I definitely when I first saw him too I was like when I first saw him I was like definitely Miles Morales right because I mean yeah. the character was inspired by him a little bit but then I mean he's 32 years old so I thought he's a little too old, old for Miles yeah. and it's it's a bit too early to introduce him but then I thought uh, Robbie Robertson who's actually one of the the photographers there um, assistant to J Jonah Jameson okay. Um, he has great comedic chops, so I could see him having a really interesting dynamic with J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, the Prowler, Hobby Brown, um, Tinkerer's student. Aaron Davis is actually the uncle of Miles Morales, so he could be playing him. Or he could just be playing the Tinkerer himself. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 those are some of the speculations going on around. Yeah. I would prefer... I would prefer to see him as Robert Robertson just because we get the opportunity to see maybe like a tombstone storyline because he's very heavily involved with that character as well. Now for the people at home and kind of me, uh, so Miles Morales and Peter Parker were in like, they're in the same universe. They're 
together like yeah yes okay uh, well i mean <laughs> no well, kind of well so there's like there's an entire universe of different alternate universes okay you know? and so so in miles morales's universe peter parker actually dies but in our universe peter is still alive that peter in our universe ends up running into the miles morales spider-man you know in the universe in which <laughs> oh, okay. died. interesting yeah, so, <laughs> so it gets a little crazy with timelines right but i mean miles was written very well when he first came out uh i was kind of skeptical but when i read the comic and um you know saw the character i i he grew on me immediately i i just thought he was written very well the costumes he, all, almost all spider-man costumes are really cool so i'm like super excited <laughs> for any news that comes out spider-man even the game that just came out you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah that trailer was super awesome excited, you know yeah, yeah that's so. that's yeah i'm definitely excited for that um and then so yeah, this movie, obviously, like I said, I'm super excited for now. Wasn't when they first announced it, but you know, after seeing Civil War with Spider-Man in it and just hearing all the casting Perfect. news, you know, it's definitely getting me a lot more excited. Um, but uh, you guys obviously mentioned before the show who else was cast in it uh, recently. So the other, the other member, the they added two cast members today. Actually, the first one was Martin Starr. Martin Starr is from Silicon Valley. Okay. Yep. Actually, he actually played um, Amadeus Cho in the Incredible Hulk, Norden's Hulk film. Mm. Oh and yeah, Amadeus, yeah. Amadeus Cho is uh, he's the other Hulk. Yeah, the awesome, super awesome Hulk or whatever. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Mm. But we're not exactly sure if they're gonna bring that same character that was in the Incredible Hulk just right. to help out Peter Parker, or maybe maybe be the Tinkerer himself. Um, or just be a completely new character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. He's, um, he's great in he's great in Silicon Valley. And then the other actor was uh, Logan Marshall Green, who's from Devil and Prometheus. And when I first saw his face, uh, I immediately thought Eddie Brock. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool if they he's, brought him Eddie back. Eddie Brock is older. Eddie Brock has always been older than than Peter Parker. He looks like Eddie Brock. Um, the acting chops that he has, he can totally bring, you know, the mentality of Eddie Brock and, and, and uh, yeah, he just totally fit that for me. Or, you know, there's some speculation that he could play Norman Osborn, but I think he's a bit too young for that. Yeah, yeah, that might be, like you said, too young. Um, yeah. I think they'll go for a, yeah, obviously much older actor, but... Um, yeah. but um, I totally think he fits as Eddie Brock. Maybe, you know, introduce him. Just introduce him as Eddie Brock yeah. somewhere down the line. Yeah, why not? No, I, that'd be awesome if we had a little Eddie Brock cameo. Yeah, just don't oh, yeah. do not do what Amazing Spider-Man 2 did and just tease all these villains and then oh, and God, then no. suck. No, that, that was a mistake. That, yeah. was, that was really bad. You don't say that. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 hey don't say that <laughs> oh man good one i like that all right cool <laughs> um all right yes i mean you, any any more thoughts from anyone on, on any of the cast well, just a little uh, just a little thing about the amadeus show the, the the other hulk movies they weren't uh officially uh dispelled from canon so like they they still technically are part of this MCU, you know, even though they're not really considered like, like they are. But I, I think the studios hasn't, hasn't officially said that they're not 
part of the universe yet. So it would make sense to bring him in as Amadeus. I mean, General Ross yeah, was that's, in, in Civil War. Yeah, so. that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... so. So yeah, we should we should. I mean, yeah, I mean, it would make sense if he's that character. I mean, if they're you know doing the continuity right and everything, but right. who knows? Um, who knows? Time shall tell. <laughs> this this the the cast is already amazing though. So I'm no oh, definitely. Is, I can't this wait. This is gonna be awesome. Can't wait to see Michael Keaton as a villain. Yeah, That's gonna be. Right. Oh, oh yeah, no. You know, it's not completely confirmed that he is Vulture. Right. Yeah. Vulture. But man, he's gonna kill it as as one of them. Definitely. Well, did you say Norman Osborn for yeah. for Michael Keaton? Yeah, I mean, I you know, honestly, I could see him being, I could see him doing that too as well. Man, I don't know who would you guys prefer him to prefer him to play? I think Vulture. I think so too. I think because I want Norman Osborn to be mid forties, maybe mid forties, early fifties. He's a bit older than that. It, I think he just fits Vulture a lot better. If you could throw out a name right now to play Norman Osborn, who would you guys choose? Well, you know what, Julius, uh, another member of ours, he he said a perfect one. He wants Jason Isaacs to be Norman Osborn. Jason Isaacs, what 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 is he from? I know that name. I can't think right off the top of my head. He's from. Uh, the, the, he was in Harry Potter. He was Malfoy's father. He and he was in um, the the Patriot. I know. Um, oh, oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would. Be an awesome I mean, choice. yeah, because he's. I mean, obviously, Willem Dafoe, uh, to me, was a great Norman Osborn. You know, in the. I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. I he, thought so too. It was just the Power Ranger suit that. that kind yeah. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah, this this guy kind of has that you know evil kind of kind of look to him, but kind of charming Wait. at the same time. You know, so yeah, I could I could definitely see that, but. From Batman to Birdman to Vulture. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, man. He he must like the for flying creatures. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that is our Spider-Man news. What's what's next, Brandon? Well, you know, that's like we, you mentioned earlier in the top of the hour. Um, we've been talking about the story. It seems like we talk about this every week. Um, the Ocean Eleven spinoff, uh, as we we've been talking about, a reboot was announced la- late last year with mostly a female cast, um, led by Sandra Bullock. Well, uh, Gary Ross, who's directing the movie, came out and said the title of the movie. And it's going to keep the theme, but it's called Ocean's 8, also known as Ocean's Ocho. <laughs> is that what they said, or is no, that no, what no, you that said? Okay. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's... But he also said he plans on keeping the same kind of style and tone of the first three movies before that. Right. So it seems like it's going to be in the same universe. You know, there's even rumors of Sandra Bullock being related to George Clooney's character, uh, Danny Ocean's sister. So it'd be yeah. interesting if they go that route. What do you What do you guys think? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, Ocean's Eleven is be- it's called that because of Danny Ocean, obviously uh, uh, Clooney's character. So it would make sense that Sandra Bullock would be an Ocean. Ocean's Eight. Um, but yeah, I mean, is it a prequel then? Like, because obviously the first ones were Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, Thirteen. Now they're going down to Eight. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. That's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have much thoughts on the name. Uh, I, I'm still on the fence about this whole thing anyways. But, I mean, it's got a great cast so far. You well, know, you I mean, got Sandra Bullock, uh, well, Jennifer just, Lawrence. 
Just to give our guest oh, a heads God. up. If if you don't know, if you've never listened to Ben, he's kind of a sexist. <laughs> so, Stop. Uh, <laughs> no, no. What he heard of all female Ter- cast, uh, he kind of freaked out. So. No, no. He's he's starting rumors over here, but uh, it was it was a misunderstanding. I uh, it's just you know, uh, don't listen to him. He's 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 crazy. Um, no, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I don't I don't really expect much, and then I'm not really up for like universe building for this. Yeah, you know, so. exactly. Like do. Yeah, they're trying to make a like you said a universe. They're trying to make a universe out of everything now. It's it's yeah exactly. Everyone's... Yeah, and that's unfortunate. You know, you have the Dark Knight curse where it's like you try to make everything gritty, and then you have the MCU curse where every studio tries to make a franchise out of every single product. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's all obviously money, and obviously they're going to make money off of it. But it's yeah. just like what I mean, quality kind of goes down after a while when they keep trying of to course. do that. Um, first, yeah. first one might be good, but yeah, I mean, uh, who who knows what they're doing? I mean, obviously we got the the monster Universal Monsters movie coming out. Uh, yeah, they're they're combining uh, Men in Black with twenty twenty one Jump Street. And <laughs> oh, yeah, you so got the Rock, <laughs> the Rock's new franchise with uh, with um, what's it? Maybe in the same universe as Jason Bourne. Yeah. Oh, so. Godzilla, King Kong. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This is what everybody's <laughs> trying to do. Yeah, but this title, I mean, it doesn't get me super excited. I mean, I, I did hear about the development of this film with Sandra Bullock leading and, and possibly being related to George Clooney, George Clooney's character. Um, I, I mean, I'm not too interested in this in this franchise. I mean, I liked the first three. The, the thing that got me most excited about the films was not the story, not the direction, not the writing. It was always seeing those actors, the stacked cast, and the just how great they were together. That that was it. So if they, yeah. If they ha- if they bring that with the all female cast, I'm all in. I'll watch it. Okay, but I don't know. I know. Yeah, it's just like what I always <laughs> say too. Let's let's see a trailer. Let's see a trailer first, and then yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll we'll have better opinions on it. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yep. So you you like uh, you're you're really excited for Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If you could have saw his face when when we first announced and saw the trailer, uh, not so much. I, if Ghostbusters like totally fails at the box office, which it seems like it's going to with all the negative buzz around it, I mean maybe they'll stop this Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Eight crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, who, right. who knows though? But uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not excited for. Uh, I'm more excited for Ocean's Eight than I am for Go- Ghostbusters. So. <laughs> Which Ocean's is Ocean's Ocho. <laughs> That's right. All right. So our next story is involving uh, Sicario. Obviously, we talked about this a couple weeks ago that Sicario was having a uh, going to have a sequel which didn't include Emily Blunt, um, but it was going to focus more on Benicio del Toro's character. Um, Let's see here. And it was going to be called. I, I had what it was going to be called. What? Soldado. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Which there means we soldier. Go. Yes, exactly. And Sicario meant hitman, right? Yep. Yes, thank you. <laughs> 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 All right, so... Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, there, there it is. Okay, uh, Stefano uh, Salima is attached to direct the sequel, uh, and he talks to uh, the Independent uh, this week, and he had uh, some things to say about it. Um, he said that it's absolutely a standalone movie. 
Uh, a completely different story with just two of the characters that you met in Sicario. It's not a real sequel. The antagonists are now absolutely the main characters. Um, cl- clearly, he's referring to uh, Brolin, CIA agent Matt Graves, and Del Toro's cartel go-between hitman Alejandro Gillick, uh, who will both reprise their roles in the sequel rather than Blunt's character. Um and then he goes on to say that uh, he plans to take it up a notch, but in a thematically very different way. Uh, he said, I love Sicario. I feel the movie was quite similar to my approach. So to me, I am just shooting another movie. Uh, Soldado uh, will be much more cinematic than Sicario was. It's got an incredible amount of huge action sequence in there. It will be a different journey in the same world. Even the theme is different. It's not drug dealing. It's more on immigration. And then finally, um, obviously, he was talking about Blunt's character not returning, but he did hint at the chance of a cameo in a third film that he reveals is in development. The idea is, uh, quote, the idea is to make three anthology movies with some of the core actors and in the same world. The reason that I love uh, the second one is because it's not exactly a sequel. It's something you can catch and enjoy even if you haven't watched the first one. So we don't even have uh, they i don't even have they started shooting the second one yet i don't believe so and we already have talks of a third one uh what do you think about this angel uh, i loved sicario i think it's a absolutely beautiful film very very gritty um that director is amazing amazing visionary uh great writer gets amazing performances out of actors and that clearly showed with Benicio del Toro, he is so freaking good in that film. Yep, yes. it reminded us. It reminded us how menacing Benicio del Toro can be, and I'm sure, I'm sure that film got him the role in Star Wars to be the villain for Star Wars Eight. Yeah. But um, uh, I didn't expect Sicario to get a to get a sequel. I didn't think it needed one. I thought it was a great story from beginning to end, yep. and it concluded very well. Absolutely. Um, hearing that it got a sequel, I was like, ah, man, the the potential for a sequel. To you know, harm the first story is you know it's vital. It's there, um, but if Denis Villeneuve, the director, passed it, I totally trust it because he's such a great director. Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal, Prisoners, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal, Ooh, yeah. and and uh, Sicario. He's a fantastic director. He would not greenlight something if he doesn't believe in it. I totally trust him. Um, the fact that these are anthology films, standalones, is really interesting. I think the best sequels are ones that can stand on their own. For example, The Dark Knight, one of the greatest sequels ever. So, yep. I'm really looking forward. To, I'm really looking forward to these films, especially because the most interesting characters to me were Benicio del Toro and Josh Brolin's character, and and uh, Emily Blunt, but she won't be in this one. Right. We'll be following. We'll be following those two characters and their perspectives of their journeys in that same world. So, super interested in it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he. he uh... Benicio del Toro's character is who I wanted to see more of. You know, I, I didn't right. get enough of him. Yeah, his, right. his... And, and 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 they clearly got the reception that they wanted. They made solid money. They heard the audience. They were like, "All right, let's greenlight these anthology films." Perfect way to do it. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah, I mean, he he was the most in, intriguing part of that movie obviously i mean that's across the board it seems like people are saying that but uh but yeah you, again you want to see more of him and in josh brolin's character i mean i feel like 
we don't know anything about. So why why not yeah. why yeah. not revisit him and see see what what he's you know up to and what 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 he's been. I, I mean, has it been confirmed now if these are going to be prequels or are they actually? I mean, because he said they're just standalone movies, but are they before the events well, of Sicario? No, if they are or not, I don't think he specified that specifically. So yeah, I yeah. Mean, I, I think they're just going to jump around in time. It's either going to be a prequel, sequel, or maybe an instant sequel. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, Emily Blunt's character. I mean, we 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 got to know her her character quite a bit. You know, we saw enough of her. But again, yeah, Benicio del Toro. Let's. I just want to see a movie with him on every shot of the movie. He's just so <laughs> like you're yeah, just. Yeah, I think I think I think the most interesting direction would be giving us uh, a prequel as to how Benicio del Toro became the soldier that he was, okay. and how he how he met with Josh Brolin. I think that's the most interesting direction they could go. I do not mind seeing him, you know, post Sicario because it looks like he completely lost it, and you know he's lost everything at that point. So we just been getting like a John Wick film, but much darker with Benicio del Toro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, I mean at the at the end there, obviously it seems like Emily. Uh, and spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, but uh, it seems like she. <laughs> Shame she, on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like she. Well, you know, would definitely want to go after him. I mean, she was ready to shoot him at the end, uh, and she yeah. didn't. So, I mean, she's obviously more. <laughs> she she wants more with him. She wants to get him. So, I mean, it would make sense since she's not in this one that it would be a prequel. You know, see see what he was up to before that, and then he did mention how Emily Blunt might be in the third one uh, as at least a cameo. So, I mean, they might follow the story of after then. Um, yeah. So. You know, kind of like a Indiana Jones thing. The first Indiana Jones, the second one was a prequel, and then the third one was a sequel. You know, something like that. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah. No, I'm like, I mean, you. I don't know who just gave the last comment, but <laughs> I'm get, I'm getting confused on on who's saying what. But no, everything you guys said, I've completely uh, agree with 100. percent I'm actually super excited for the movie. I love the first movie. Um, the actors were all brilliant in the movie. Like you said, um, no, I'm I'm. Just, Actually, this is one of the more more story or more recent movie news that I'm actually super excited about. The factor to developing a third one too. Um, yeah, I, I trust that it's going to be a good movie. I mean, I was absolutely. I guess maybe I went with a little bit lower expectations than when I thought it was going to be. When I got done watching the movie, I was just absolutely uh, happy and uh, mesmerized by it. Yeah, watched it a couple times actually. So just the actual look of the movie was just incredible. Like the cinematography and just the landscapes, you know, that you saw were were incredible. Um, yeah, it is gorgeous. Daniel actually made a, a really great comparison. He said that the film, the films that he makes, uh, it looked like a Nolan film, but with like a Western kind of yeah like, taste on it. You know? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> good analogy <laughs> or not analogy comparison there we go um but yeah that's that's very true but yeah i mean well but yeah i mean it goes back to show you know they're, uh, we're excited about it but yeah that goes uh, on to what we were just talking about about the universe building and everyone wanted to you know make these franchises but hey i mean if it works it works but yeah like you said before though i i didn't think it needed a sequel didn't think it would ever get a sequel but we're getting one and I'm glad and I'm happy with the direction they're going with it so far. So we shall see. All, All right, right, Brandon, what's okay. next? Well, I don't know if this is a, a great sequel we're going to be talking about here, but Beverly Hills Cop 
It's finally after 20 years, 20 young lock years, they're coming back for a sequel. Um, Eddie Murphy set to return, and they're going to be taking it back to the roots, uh, Ben's hometown of Detroit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know about well, this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, where's Eddie Murphy been the last 10, 15 years? I uh, voicing Donkey on Shrek. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much. That's. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what to think about this. I mean, uh, they're, they're making sequels 20 years later now. I mean, yeah, Zoolander this year, yeah, <laughs> Dumb and Dumber, uh, I think last year or the year before. They're just, I don't know, it feels like they're running out of, out of ideas for movies. Anchorman. Yeah, Anchorman, there you go. Um, Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, that role actually almost went to Sylvester Stallone before Eddie Murphy. Oh, really? Yep. Interesting. No way, really? Yep. Huh. Um, mm. but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know we uh, didn't talk about this uh, before the show. We kind of just threw it on threw you, guys, it on you guys. Do you have any thoughts on this? <laughs> well, I like I liked the original, I mean, the first Beverly Hills Cop, the second one was all right, and then the third one was like, whatever. I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just don't see. What you talking about, Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I tried it with like, with like Lethal Weapon, and it, it just started like not working deep too, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it was still all right, you know, I was, I was just like, whatever, but. But I mean, this is not Lethal Weapon. This is Beverly Hills. Yeah. Cop. I don't know. Yeah. If I'm you know. So. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's it's kind of a eh story, but uh, yeah. but yeah, it's uh, definitely a popular well, you movies know, back in their day. You know, it's funny we're talking about shared universes too. Like the, the, part of the story was at one point they were kicking around doing a Beverly Hills Cop TV show, and Eddie Murphy coming right. back to. He was going to be the chief of police, and it was going to be about his son taking over like his spot. So they're talking about still this movie kicking off that TV series. No, so that'd be interesting it, if they want that route. But yeah, no. Eddie Murphy needs to make a comeback though, because he was he was hilarious in his prime, hysterical, uh, yes. especially during those ride days. I do not want to see him wear leather purple pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think he's I'm getting good, up there man. for that. <laughs> but uh, speaking of getting up there, yeah. Speaking of getting up there, our next story: uh, talking some Indiana Jones. Um, Steven Spielberg was talking to. I should have pulled up what news source it was he talked to. But anyways, Steven Spielberg recently just said. Uh, talking about obviously Indiana Jones 5 which we talked about a few weeks ago that it was announced that it was going to come out in 2019 Um, but uh, in a recent interview Steven Spielberg said I think this this one is straight down the pike for the fans the one thing I will tell you is I'm not killing off Harrison Ford at the end of it Uh, the filmmaker wouldn't reveal any details beyond that and so the plot remains a mystery as of right now it surely can't be any worse than the last installment in the respect anyway, and there are plenty of other ways Spielberg could bring Ford's tenure to an end. Um, obviously, like I said, the movie is currently set to be released on July 19th, 2019. What, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Well, so he doesn't need to reveal any more details because he revealed the details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, what else are you going to reveal? Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, it, you're telling us, like, I, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, 
that that's one of the things that this film had going for it already because he's so old like i thought oh it's possible that they can kill him and then now this dude just you know whatever whatever you know whatever i, I think about the movie like you just don't do that that's why i don't know is he lying to us I, right who would do that yeah. who, would, who would just be like hey we're not gonna kill him like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it, just, it takes away it takes away the stakes you know yeah. like it takes i'm gonna go into this movie now and like you know what it doesn't really matter what's going on because I know he's going to live because yeah. Steven Spielberg literally said he wasn't going to kill him. So there's nothing there's nothing at stake there. So it takes away that aspect of watching the film. But I am I am excited that I do think, you know, we had the originals, which was like the original Star Wars. We had, you know, the Crystal Skulls, which was the prequels. And then now hopefully we get a Force <laughs> <Yep>. Awakens. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, that, that's what I'm hoping too. I mean, the one thing I take from the quote, which gives me – you know, maybe he's just kind of toying with us, as he said. He's not killing Harrison Ford off at the end of it. So, what my uh, thoughts are: maybe yeah. he's dead at the beginning of the movie. Then something comes up. I have no idea what. I'm not a film writer. I'm not creative enough. Um, but something comes up where the person who is carrying the torch has to go back to something Indiana Jones did right before he died, and then they flash back to. Indiana Jones scenes and then just kind of go back and forth, you know, between present and then right before Indiana Jones died. I mean, doing something like that, maybe I could see, but well, that's, um, that's, that's the thing is with what you just said, they could really do anything then. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? like, yeah, exactly. That's, that's really cool. I mean, if they, if they don't kill him at the end, I mean, they could kill him in the middle and then have that, the guy carrying the torch finish off. The movie. I, mm-hmm. I don't, and they could do literally anything if that's the case, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. So. so the thing is with that, Steven Spielberg is a huge advocate of like, he doesn't want Indiana Jones to be like a James Bond character. He doesn't want it to, he doesn't want the uh, character to pass on the torch yeah. to mm-hmm. actor. He's very, he's very definitive on that. Harrison Ford is Indiana yep. Jones, but yep. you know, he, he could be toying with us and I wouldn't mind that. I would just, I, I just don't know what direction they'd be taking taking it with. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I remember him saying that even before this movie was announced, saying now oh, Harrison Ford is the only Indiana Jones. But yeah, yeah. maybe maybe yeah, whoever takes the torch is uh, you know not Indiana Jones. The films won't be called Indiana Jones, but it'll just be kind of like the shared universe thing again. Man, it's just like <laughs> everything is shared universe. What you got, Brandon? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so no Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> Well, just to let you guys know, uh, Indiana Jones Four is Ben's favorite movie. Um, <laughs> if, if you didn't, Ben actually, the Indiana Jones franchise is probably—I don't know—is that your number one franchise? Uh, no, I mean, Star you, Wars is. He, my he, I mean, he loves this this franchise, Indiana Jones. He drugged me out to see the movie at midnight showing, and the look on his face during the movie. I just I, I I was laughing the whole movie looking at him because of how disappointed he was, and uh, <laughs> so I'm just hoping that doesn't happen again because yeah I mean even like the people were all dressed up, I saw a kid with his whip just dragging it behind his leg. It was just depressing when we left the movie, but um, yeah I don't know. I mean hopefully there's they can give this if they're not gonna keep the franchise going, you know give it one last good send off. I mean that's all we can ask for and that's all I'm hoping they do, but. Yeah, I mean, you got to think this is definitely going to be the last one with Harrison Ford because I mean, he's seven. He's going to be seventy-eight, seventy-nine when the movie comes out. So I mean, how much more can you go? You know, swinging too old for this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sw- swinging a rope, uh, whip around when you're eighty years old, and 
yeah, that's that's not going to fly too well. But uh, yeah, that's that's. I mean, I mean, the one thing we have. I mean, because the last one was so terrible, you know, it kind of makes our hype for this a little less. You know, we're not expecting that much out of it, so it might make it better in the end because we weren't expecting much. So. Um, yeah, so time will tell, but, uh, I, I mean, as of now, it looks like he's not dying. So who knows? There's probably going to be an Indy <laughs> six with Harrison oh, Ford boy. and his great, great grandchildren. All right. <laughs> All right. What do we got next? Well, uh, we're going to take some time to learn a little bit about our uh, guests here. Uh, so once again, you guys are from LA. Uh, we're going to throw a topic at you guys, see um, what you guys think. Uh, we just want to think. Give give us your top five uh, MCU movies. Uh, what what do you guys have them ranked? Your top five. All right. So recently for me, so here's my number. I'll go with number five first. So number five for me uh, is Ant Man. I absolutely loved Ant Man. He's one of my favorite superheroes. Right behind uh, Spider Man for the okay. Marvel Universe. He the the film was amazing. I had a great time. One of the best experiences I've ever had in a movie theater. Uh, laughed the whole time. The visual effects were something I was so worried about, but they just handled it masterfully. Paul Rudd was awesome as Ant-Man. Yes. Yep. Loved the story. Number four, Avengers for me. Avengers was incredible. Incredible. Seeing them all for the first time, it was like, you know, it, it brought me back to all the memories of reading the comics and seeing those characters in there, the cartoons, and seeing them in this universe beautifully done, you know, beautifully developed with their own films. And seeing them in the, in, in, uh, the Avengers film, okay. mind-blowing. Yes. Uh, three is Winter Soldier. Captain America, Captain America Winter Soldier was just, it was beast mode. That whole movie was beast mode. It was it was so good. Uh, my second one is Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I loved that film. So good well choice. done. Nice, good choice. All the, characters, all the characters were great. The soundtrack is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it it made me want to jump out of my seat and, and like dance the whole <laughs> thing. Um, it's it's visually gorgeous. You know, it, it it's the first introduction to the cosmic universe of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it, it was just it was amazing. My expectations for it when they first announced it, it was like, what? Who are the Guardians? Like Daniel always told me, they're a D comic. They were characters that no one really cared about. But James Gunn is such a great storyteller that he was able to bring that to these characters and make them alive and make everyone love them. So love that film. Number one for me is civil war. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. I absolutely loved civil war. Um, it had everything that I wanted in a superhero film. Um, the dialogue, not one word was wasted in that film. Not one scene was wasted in that film. I thought Zemo was brilliant. He was a brilliant villain. He was, he was uh he had um inevitable motivation and I thought he was very clever with his plans um to get the Avengers to fight each other I thought was really interesting it was a very interesting direction to go not to have a villain that would you know hand to hand fight them because that villain would get stomped by everyone Black yep. Panther Winter Soldier Captain America Iron Man that villain would get stomped um Spider Man seeing Spider Man for the first time with the Avengers was amazing. It was basically the Avengers. I just thought it elevated everything else much more than what the Avengers had, especially with characters, dialogue, action sequences. Incredible. So, yeah, top five, Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy, Winter Soldier, Avengers, Ant-Man. Okay. That's an awesome, awesome list. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great list. Yeah, and going back to Guardians, yeah, that's uh, – there's like – 
you could put that movie on mute and you'd still have a good time watching it just how oh, yeah. cool it oh, looks yeah. <laughs> but yeah i think that's like my most anticipated sequel right now i think ever oh, yeah. in the yeah, mcu it's, 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 it's gonna be awesome. awesome yeah all right yeah great list angel what to, what do you got daniel um well my first one is uh definitely the avengers um i, I know i know civil war is like up there winter soldiers up there for sure but for me I, on my individual list, um, like how I enjoyed it, Avengers is for sure number one because it, nothing will recreate the first time that I saw them like that. Okay, you know? absolutely. No, it, it just it just can't do it for me. So then it's it's that's definitely my number one. My second one is probably Civil War because that comes pretty damn close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean that fight scene, I held my breath for twenty minutes. I know. It was just like, I <laughs> yeah, that was, I was nuts. Like, oh shoot. I thought I was a superhuman. I was like, dude, I didn't breathe. I didn't breathe. <laughs> and uh, so definitely Civil War was awesome. Uh, uh, probably Guardians next was my third. It just, you know, the same reasons we all said. It's amazing. It's, you know, their space odyssey. I really loved it. Um, and then Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier was just uh, uh, something else. It definitely rose the bar for a, a lot of the other superhero movies so uh definitely uh winter soldier and what is that is that four yeah that's four, yeah, four. <laughs> oh and and then uh captain america the first avenger just because the character i just love the character and i had you know the only other captain america i had before was from you know 1970 and yep. then oh boy you know, yeah so and those were I mean, I took what I got. I, I, the early ones, I just saw them on on, on like Betamax or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but the the newer, well, the one in 1980, I was just happy to see them on screen. But it was just so bad. But I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm gonna keep rewatching. Yeah, it I know. Yeah. Be, I did the same thing, brother. Did yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, and so, and then so then now when I got the first Avenger, I was like, dude, this is just this is it, this is it, <laughs> this is it. So yep. definitely, that's my top five right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, that's a great list. But yeah, uh, Brandon obviously has his thoughts about the first Avenger, but uh, <laughs> he's uh, yeah, I love Captain America. That's probably my second favorite character in the comics. Um, but yeah, I wasn't a big fan of First Avenger, but. Mm-hmm. But no, I respect it's it. all about what uh, your experience was when you, no. you know when you first and saw. I know, it. Yeah, I know. I know it's not the best. I, I can't even debate that. That's it's a fact. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's like I like Howard the Duck, but I know that that movie. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it's like I, I know that. So like the first Avenger is like completely just on seeing a guy wear the suit and just yeah. run around and beat up bad guys. Like, and that basically. suit is absolutely yeah, the amazing. Suit is awesome. Yeah, no, the suit was on point. You know, but other than that, you know, I don't I don't know about calling it like a great film film or something like that. You know, so. And then, so that I was, definitely th- think I definitely think Captain America's trilogy makes you appreciate the first one a lot more because yeah. I, re- I remember watching the first one and being like, eh, you know, some parts are a bit of a snooze. Yeah. But Winter Soldier and Civil War make me appreciate First Avenger so much because the par- the parallelism throughout each film is so damn good. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. And then, yeah, I mean it. Because of how good Winter Soldier and Civil War were, it definitely makes Captain America the best trilogy in the MCU. No, no, no question. Doubt. No yeah. Doubt. yeah, I mean, you you don't even need First Avenger. It's it's they, right. they're they're a good trilogy just with two movies. So, um, right. yeah, so uh, 
Benjamin, since I'm asking the questions here, what, what about you? What, what do you got? <laughs> uh, yeah, I made a I made a quick list. Uh, I have number five. I have Ant uh, Ant Man. And uh, real quick, Daniel, you you went from your favorite to your least, or not least favorite, but you know you went favorite first. Yes. Okay. So you Avengers. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just making sure. All right. So yeah, my mm-hmm. number five is Ant Man. Uh, just something about that oh. movie just took me by surprise. Paul Rudd. Great comedy, Michael Pena. As I forget his character's name, but yeah, he was outstanding <laughs> in it. And uh, Luis, Luis, I think was his name. Yes, Luis. There you go. And then even uh, Corey Stoll as Yellow Jacket. I mean, he was a pretty solid movie villain. I mean, it wasn't yeah, you know, the best, but yeah. So I, I enjoyed that. Number four, I have Civil War. Uh, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. To, to, Seeing Spider-Man and Black Panther for the first time on screen was yeah. incredible, and just I mean, and Giant Man. Yeah, exactly, yep. and that, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, he, Paul Rudd in that you know made me love that movie even more. So I mean, it's a yes. trend going there. Number three, I have uh, the first Avengers. Um, you know, that's speechless on that movie, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's only my number three. Um, and then number two, I have the original Iron Man. Uh, just Something about that movie just it's it, good. It start, oh, yeah. yeah, it started the whole MCU. It's uh, yep, you know, it's the heart, it's the yeah, heart of the you know, universe. Exactly, it kind of started this era of uh, comic book movies. You know, changed it a little bit. I think, you know, if you go further back, I think X Men really started the whole comic book movie era. But uh, but yeah, Iron Man, seeing uh, Robert Downey Jr. in it for the first time yeah. was. Incredible number one. I actually I sat down and thought about. It. I, I for some reason it's it's Guardians of the Galaxy, my number one uh, MCU new movie. There's just oh, something sick. about no, it. No it's, question. Yeah, like I said, every single shot in the movie is just right. amazing. Um, yeah. You know, even uh, I'm gonna say I even enjoy watching you know Chris Pratt wet in, you know in his six pack. You know uh, that's. Uh, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um, you know, obviously, uh, I'm a I'm a married man, so I can I can say those <laughs> things. Um, but I'm not ashamed to admit it, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, that just that movie was just took me. That that was the movie that totally took me by surprise. I mean, I, I mean obviously yeah. a lot of people, but yeah, no one really knew about Guardians of the Galaxy, and it just took everyone by storm. And it's uh, it's just like I said, it's. It's number one for me, but I could change my mind tomorrow. So that's how good these movies are. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't ever look at me in my eyes when you say that either. Okay, that was. Yeah. What? Where's your list? Yeah. Well, I'm asking the question, so I'm not <laughs> answering. But all right, little curveball here. If you had to pick one character out of the MCU that's your favorite, who would you go with? Spider Man. Spider Man. Hands down, Spider Man. Okay, I respect that. Just not- because, just because I am. Spider-Man. Oh, oh, didn't know. Man, that's didn't know we were talking to a celebrity here. That's pretty cool. Are you you talking about just the movies and the TV show? Well, just out of the MCU universe, if you had to pick a character Uh to just say that's your favorite right now going forward, who would you uh, roll with? Well, Silver Silver Surfer is my favorite MCU uh, Marvel character, but in the MCU, probably Punisher or Captain America. Okay, I respect that. Yeah, wow, yeah. You said Punisher, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah I just want to... The, yeah. the phone kind of like broke up the... there, but... Um, oh, yeah. 
what he's about, everything, like the way he played him, the, the story they went with, the action, everything about that. I want to be his friend. I want to have a beer with the dude. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah he might snap your neck, but yes, I want to yeah, have a beer exactly. with him too. <laughs> he, yeah, he was the best part of season two, and yeah, I can't wait for his show. And the thing is, Disney is also pushing for these, for, uh, I can't, why did I just go blank on his name? For him to get in, uh, get nominated, John Bernthal. Yeah, yeah, John, and, and he should. He should. I mean, he gave he gave some phenomenal monologues just yep. about life and his family and just his mental instability. And it was just so great to see Punisher done the performance justice. Like he, yep. that was that he was Punisher. He was Punisher. You didn't like Dolph Lundgren as Punisher. <laughs> hey, Daniel, man, like I said, like I took what I got when I was a kid. I do Punisher. I was like, yeah, sweet, this sucks, but sweet. <laughs> yep, you got to take what you can get. You know? Yeah. Um. What were you gonna ask? I was gonna ask you. What about you? Oh, mine. Uh. Oh man, put me on the spot here. I had two. You know, people gave their answers, and I had time to think too. Um. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, man. Uh, I got to go with Black Panther. I'm going to go with Black Panther. Yeah. I want to see, see more of him. You know, yes. uh, yeah, I've seen all the other characters, you know, enough of them. Yeah, obviously, the wisest I'm, character. What was that? He's the wisest yep. character. Yep, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. And, and uh, yeah, let, let's do it. I, I Definitely Punisher is right up there, too. I mean, he's... Whew, Man, I, I gotta go watch that season again now. Yeah, seriously. And, and my last question for you guys: Where do you see MCU going post Avengers: Infinity Wars? Where do you see them going? You know, we're get, we're gonna be coming up on actors' contracts being over. Uh, so right. they might be oh, yeah. might be recasting. You know, obviously this universe has been building up towards Thanos. Uh, once this is yeah. done, where do you, where do you see this going from here? Your thoughts. Well, so, so there's a few things like we know we're not gonna get just one Spider-Man movie. That's we know that. So yeah, Tom Holland's like, gonna be Spider-Man forever. Yeah, yep. so we know we're getting more Spider-Man. That's for sure. They're talking about another Captain America movie, which I would be down with, with him continuing as Captain America. Um, and then we also heard big news that Fox and Marvel were talking. And what I'm thinking is that because Fantastic Four, there's literally nothing Fox can do anymore with that property. It's just wasting money. It's wasting time. So why not do what what they did with uh, Spider-Man or even the Hulk, you know, Universal did with the Hulk. Yep. Um, and, and you can lend out or the rights to uh, to Fantastic Four or just straight sell them. And then we get the next big bad, which could be Galactus. Galactus and we Ooh. can get like a, a Mole Man for Fantastic Four. We can get... A good Fantastic Four. We can get Doom. Um, we can get Doom. Mm. We can get Silver Surfer. The Scrolls. The Scroll Invasion. Oh, that'd be Kang, awesome. Kang the Conqueror. That's so, like 15 movies right yep, there. Yep. Just with the Fantastic Four added. If yeah. the Fantastic Four is added, it opens up a huge universe. I hope. Especially after Infinity War. I hope. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I, I think there's a few facts. Like, we're definitely going to get more Spider-Man for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I expect... Hulk to be brought back into the mix. A uh, Black Widow, they're talking about. Those are those are more like surefire things. But we heard rumors that that Fox and Marvel were talking, and I feel like I feel like Fantastic Four is coming home. You know, I, yeah. I hope. Oh, uh, man. Well, I, I I actually want it to be sooner rather than later because I, I want them to at least try to shove uh, Silver Surfer in Infinity War. Oh yes. yes, that would be Silver yes. Surfer. Silver Surfer. Oh, recently, Daniel has convinced me is one of the coolest characters he has ever made. He's really yeah. awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I read it. I read... With, if they, so if they don't have Fantastic Four, 
if they don't have that and that's out of the scenario, I think what they could do with Spider-Man, it's all going to be Spider-Man. The focus is going to be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's the most popular character there. Yeah, definitely. And obviously Tom Holland is super young still, and oh, you know yeah. he's, he's, he's going to be, be around. He, yeah, he'll be Spider-Man until he wants to quit. Yeah, exactly. Um, a good way, I think, to bring in Venom would be after Infinity War, the symbiote attaches to Spider-Man when they're fighting you know, a cosmic war, bring it back home, and then you have the Venom saga. And then from there, you can have, like, the Spider-Verse that Daniel has mentioned many times. They can totally do Spider-Man 2099, oh, uh, ooh, the okay. Clone Saga, all that stuff. Oh. Yeah, I de- definitely see, like, uh, that they should and could, you know, after this gets stale, maybe, that they can do a 2099 entire universe. Oh, I mean, we ooh. have we have a, a 2099 Punisher, Doom, uh, Spider-Man alone Hulk. can create Hulk, Hulk, Hulk door. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if they do that, I mean, or they could go back in time and do the sixteen twelve, right? The, the, Ooh, the, the one that just yeah, came. Yeah. Out. yeah, they could do something like I that. I mean, that's what um, that's what I kind of want them to do with uh, with Phase Four. Is just you know, uh, Infinity Wars is basically like the the grand finale of all these MCU movies. I think I've said that like a hundred yep. times since we started this podcast. But it's like the grand finale. Right. So I mean, we'll always have yeah. you know these these three phases that were just incredible, and this is like right. is it, the grand finale. So the Phase Four, is, I feel like they should just kind of do like a, a clean slate you know do try i mean still same universe and everything but just try different things and just kind of go in a little I bit different direction and you know be creative with it and make yeah, it make after, it stand after, out after after infinity war there's going to be a lot of contracts ending and there's going to have to be a lot of recasting oh yeah yeah exactly yeah. i mean i mean i think literally the biggest contracts left are tom holland he's fresh um, yeah, Chadwick, no, they have him forever. Chadwick, uh, I can't. What am I? Bozeman. Bozeman. Uh, obviously, his contract's fresh. Um, yep. Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. Yep, he's got Captain a fresh contract. Marvel. Captain Whoever's, Marvel hasn't even been introduced yet. Doesn't Sebastian Stan? Still he's got a nine. He signed a nine-picture deal. So he's how many See? movies now? Um, so you, yes. Winter Captain, Soldier, Winter Captain Soldier. America. And, well, so that can that Civil can mean War. that that eventually, eventually, if he's, they go with with. Captain America dying, then Winter Soldier we'll can take, take over the mantle. Yep. Yeah. That's that's the or Falcon. I mean, they have Falcon as well, you know, and mm-hmm. so that that they can go literally any route. I, I mean, it's just incredible. Uh, with 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 Captain Marvel though, um, I don't know if you guys read the recent Civil War two comic. It's amazing, but it's, it's so amazing. It's so good, but uh, Captain Marvel and Iron Man are the ones that fight that time, you know, and and so they can do awesome. basically a second. They do it again with another Iron Man or some somebody okay. else. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there because yeah. I just read that comic and it sounds cool. And Captain Marvel hasn't been introduced yet, so she could definitely be. We're definitely going to get a Captain Marvel two, Black Panther two. You know what I mean? Doctor so, Strange two. Doctor yeah. Strange two. So those are facts. You know what I mean? I, I mean not facts, but like pretty much. They're guaranteed sequels, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely. I would assume we'd get uh, Marvel or Captain Marvel news soon. You know, casting wise. Right. I mean, obviously Brie, Brie Larson. We finally got that, but uh, yeah, but yeah, we should see. But uh, but yeah, I mean, we obviously could go on about this for for hours, but uh, we'll try to try to wrap things up now. We're gonna yeah. do uh, real quick. Uh, well, I also just want to throw on uh, jump on your little the jump on the Spider Man bandwagon. I would love to see a Maximum Carnage. Movie and what about uh, yeah. the the Iron Spider suit? Uh, that's I mean we could even see that in Homecoming. It's you know maybe at the yeah. end or yeah. something. We could we could see it in Homecoming and then Iron Man's in it. So. I definitely think we're gonna see Iron Spider maybe in Infinity War just because yeah. I mean they, they all need suits to breathe. 
in, yeah. in space. Yeah, you know that's I mean? very true. That's very true. Um, so yeah, well, should be interesting. Um, all right, so now comes a segment of our show where it's called uh, Cutting Room Floor. Uh, we just go over news stories real quick. Brandon's just going to read through them, um, you know, just news stories that uh, don't really need much discussion, just uh, quick little tidbits that happen throughout the week. So, uh, Brandon, let me cue the music, and you can go ahead and start with these news stories. Well, uh, first news story, Steven Spielberg um, got J.J. Abrams the directing job at for Star Wars. Um, he, uh, he approached J.J. Abrams' wife and actually asked permission for him to uh, get him to direct a movie, and she was super excited about it. And when he cornered him at dinner, as soon as J.J. Abrams said yes, Steven Spielberg made the call. <laughs> wow. What do you yeah. think about that? I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, huh? that is crazy. It is crazy. I mean, he's like his mentor, so, I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, he's like his prodigy, so he trusts him and he wants to see him succeed. And he did a great job with Force Awakens. Amazing job. Absolutely. Ne- keeping on Steven Spielberg, he's still interested in doing a West Side Story remake. What do you guys think about that? Him doing a he, musical? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I trust Steven. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I Anything he's, was. He's, he's, for me, he's the best director of all time just because he's executed each genre masterfully. So if he wants to do a musical, I'm going to go sit down and, and, and listen to some. West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. That's Just right. Hopefully, <laughs> hope, hopefully they don't sing the whole time like in, in, in Miserable. Oh, yeah, exactly. But right, like, Have it be like breaks and then they, they have like a flash dance or whatever. The hell <laughs> oh, my God. Next up, Arrow star Stephen Amell wants to play a Batman villain since he can't. We know that DCU is not the same with their TV universe as their movie universe. Uh, that being said, he would love to play the Riddler. Guys, what are your thoughts on him playing the Riddler? Yeah, when I first heard that, I was pissed because no. <laughs> <laughs> because no. No, no, no. I mean, he, he's okay as Arrow. I would like to see more wit in him. But when I heard the Riddler, I automatically thought, Jake Gyllenhaal, Nightcrawler, I want to see it. Yes. Okay, absolutely. Next, another Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, this is probably a little bit older, but... We saw him in Captain America, uh, the first Avenger. He played one of the Howling Commandos, Kenneth Choi. Once as casted as the principal for Spider-Man Homecoming. What do you guys think about that? Double dipping in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, <laughs> he can start being the next Stan Lee, you know? <laughs> That's right. He's the, wa- he's the watcher. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, next story, Walking Dead star Norman Reedus. Would be interested in playing Ghost Rider in the, if they did it on Netflix. What do you guys Absolutely. think about him? Absolutely. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, that. He, he looks good on a motorcycle, you know? I mean, it's <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? I'm down um, for that. Next article. Kevin Smith is campaigning to direct an episode of Daredevil or Defenders. I mean, okay. yeah. He, he knows his stuff comic-wise, and uh, let's let's see it. I, I mean, I... I I'd be okay with it. But me and Angel actually were like split on it. He, I was like, let's see him do something else a little bit better. But Angel's trust that he did. He thought he did the Flash episode very well. So, but I feel like Flash is different from Daredevil. Yeah, I don't, definitely. I don't know. Totally I different think, tone. Yeah, I just think why why risk it? But I mean, I, I I'm down to do it, and then we'll see if if that's the worst episode or not, and then I can, yeah. I can tell Angel, I can tell Angel, I told him so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the last new story, which I found kind of interesting, um, the director of David Ayer, 
Um, goes into details on the Joker's tattoos. He says we're actually getting a pretty in-depth story of the tattoos, uh, the, the inspiration, and there's a lot of Easter eggs to the tattoos, um, very specific stories, and he even goes to iterate even his teeth. There's a story behind that. Uh, he said he got the inspiration from modern-day um, drug kingpins, and he said he could see the Joker being in the actual modern world. What are you guys' thoughts on tattoos, teeth, uh, everything? When I, when I first saw the tattoos, when I first saw the first image of Jared Leto, I was like, what? Yeah. What is this? Um, I was a little shocked. Yeah, but what really matters is is uh, the character, and I think Jared Leto is such an amazing actor. He's such a great chameleon. He goes method on all his roles, just like Heath Ledger did with his Joker. Um, I think he's going to kill it. The tattoos are very interesting because if they do tell a story, I think that could be a great opportunity for flashbacks. Yep. The teeth, the teeth, uh, that didn't bother me until Julius explained to me that it's a possibility that we get a scene where Batman knocks his teeth that, out mm-hmm. and, and, and Joker has to put logically put in new teeth. I mean, it makes sense, especially yeah. with how dark and Netflix Batman is super, super interesting. Yeah. For me, for me, it's like, uh, I learned my lesson after Heath Ledger. I, I was talking mad trash about Heath Ledger being the Joker. <laughs> you and me both. So long dude for so long. And I've never been so wrong ever. Like, yep. That was like the most wrong I've ever. Been hey brother. About. I think that was you and most of America actually to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, so with this one, I, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not expecting him to top that because geez, man, that, that was ridiculous. But, but, I don't want to talk any trash until I see it, and then I'm gonna see. I, I'm not even gonna say good stuff. I'm just staying yeah. away because I Heath Ledger just shut my mouth so yeah. well, yep. like so hard that I'm just like now I can't speak on anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it's, there's a there's a reason these filmmakers, uh, you know, uh, cast these folks. I mean, they're, it's not for nothing. Right. So I mean, right. he obviously has so- something to add. Um, what right. do you got? No, all I can say is Robin tattoo on his arm. It's a broken Robin. I think that's pretty self-explanatory right there. So I think yeah. I think that's going to be pretty. But yeah, so the teeth, I completely agree with you. I think that's all going to come in the the death of Robin. You know, Batman gets so mad he just knocks his teeth out. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a good tie-in. I can't. I'm I'm Red excited. Hood. Red dude, that's why I've been Red preaching dude. Red Hood all day. There's a there's speculation that, and this is a, a silly speculation, but I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on it. That um. Jared Little's joke is actually Jason Todd. How would you guys feel about that? <sighs> yeah, we nope. no, no, no. We just talked uh, about it. Uh, super uh, We just no. talked about that a couple a couple shows ago. Yeah, Brandon's totally not uh, not buying it. I, I mean, I, I say uh, why not? I mean, if 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 it's a good movie still and it it, it fits. You know, let, let's let's see a little twist, but um, but I, no. I can I can see both sides of it. Um, no, he's still uh, saying no. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> why no? The only, the only thing it does, if it's Jason Todd, we know Dick Grayson's still safe in the universe. Exactly. We could possibly get a Nightwing, which I'd be excited yeah. about. I mean, this, yes. you know, this Ultimate Cut Edition, obviously, Jenna Malone speculation, Batgirl, Oracle, but apparently neither. And she's playing a Star Lab tech, which was kind of disappointing when I read that. I don't know if it's true, but yeah, why would they cast her for something like that? Stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know I just feel like it's DCU. The they, over there, man. I, my, my, yeah, my thing is I always say this to Ben every time we talk about DCU, they could take a page from the Marvel universe how they do their movies. Yes, no, DCU seriously. handles their animated movies spectacularly. I mean, I'm, oh, I, I love the animated yeah, side, yeah. but. Yes. DC DC animated universe 
like some of those films awesome. can beat out some of the live action Marvel films. That's how good they are. Well, yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. Um, I just killed Age for that. <laughs> hey, oh, by the way, the Killing Joke. Yeah, that's yeah. that's coming out, and they're going to release it one night at the theater, the night before. Yeah, I think we're going to be there. Yeah, we'll be I think right it, there. if they have one here, we're definitely going to be there too. Oh yeah. All right, all right. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. We've been uh, sitting here over an hour. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna wrap things up. Uh, as always, you can follow us uh, at Blockbuster Cast on Twitter. Um, follow our personal accounts at BC Cord. Brandon's is at Big Papa uh, BB Cast. Um, Do it. You. Yeah. Uh, you can email us uh, at. Uh, uh, bbentertainment at gmail.com again that's bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com I can't even get our email all right uh, send us questions uh, suggestions uh, anything you want us to discuss on the show we'd be happy to discuss it um, what are you going to say Brandon? and I was going to say gentlemen hey tell them where they can find you guys at how they can reach you guys as well alright guys uh, this is Angel representing the Goat Movie Podcast here with Daniel you guys can find us on YouTube at just the Goat the Goat Movie Podcast, and on Twitter, at Goat Film Podcast. That's where you guys can find us. Hey, they have a very entertaining podcast, guys. Go check them out as well. We all support each other, and, uh, yeah, let's just keep it going. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, guys, we had a lot of Thank fun. You. We really appreciate you guys coming on and uh, and talking some movies with us. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and the pleasure's all ours, guys. Definitely. This is not a chore or anything. This was yeah. so much fun. Super fun. Uh, we just love that you guys came to us and, and, and wanted to talk movies with us. That's so awesome. I mean, this is why we love what we do. Just talking movies, helping each other out. It's just so awesome. So yeah. we really want to thank you guys. Thanks a lot, man. No, well, definitely. You. We'll definitely have to do it again sometime. Thank you. Def- that, oh, definitely yeah. thank you guys for coming on. And then uh, real quick for uh, folks at home, we're not going to do predictions this week. We're just running out of time. So we're just I'm just going to quickly say this week comes out uh, Central Intelligence, the comedy with Kevin Hart and The Rock and Finding Dory, obviously the new Pixar movie. Definitely, bad, definitely want to check out yeah. Central Intelligence. A bad week for Central Intelligence to come out because Finding Dory is going to mop uh-huh. up the box it's office this weekend. Yep, bad week for Central Intelligence, but they'll still get their money. All right, any any last thoughts, guys? Uh, no, just thanks a lot for having us on. It was super fun. I, I you know, I hope we can do this again soon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait. All right, folks, that's our show. I'm, um. Appreciate you guys listening every week. We uh, we appreciate the support. Uh, go check out the Goat Movie Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, and uh, go. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Grab your popcorn. Grab your snacks. We'll see you guys at the movies. Yeah.